Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Now, Dan Hampton, the Hall of Fame Bears defensive tackle who specialized in making opposing quarterbacks see long white tunnels of light with ghostly lost relatives saying, go back, it was just a sack. Bradovich, the Bears legend who is picking off passes and grinding offensive linemen into powder while you are still wearing tough skins and drinking tang. Glenn Koz Kozlowski, the one-time Bears receiver who could catch a pass and a dive, then celebrate four rows up in the stands with the pretzel vendor. Mark Harmon, a confident, independent young man with skills in communication and teamwork. He's what? He's getting married. Don't forget that. This is the Chevy Hampin' OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage, 720 WGN Radio. Bears lose to the Rams, 17-7. Hamp and OB with Kaz. With you till midnight tonight, Mark Herman. Starting it out here as the Bears have had a very curious night. Eddie Pinheiro missed a couple of field goals, another opportunity for one. The Bears didn't kick the field goal, went for it on fourth down. And then the big story, Mitchell Trubisky replaced late in the fourth quarter, apparently walked off the field with a slight limp. The Bears are saying that he's got a hip injury. Bears fans, myself, are not quite believing that. Uh, but the bottom line is the football team is 4-6. and six. <clears throat> The chance for the playoffs is next to none. And the Bears have a zillion questions. And OB, you are pointing at me. You'd like to start I've, tonight. Go ahead. No, I'm, here's, I, I want to turn this over to the big man, Dan Hampton. Folks, we played a team tonight that could we have beaten? Yes, we could have. Dan, and, and Dan's going to tell you why. You won't believe this one, folks. Well, and, you know, I guess the overarching uh, thought is, hey, this is a winnable game, obviously. we, You know, and obviously they did not take your advice to cheat and then pray. Right. <laughs> because. Neither one of them. After this, this game was almost gift wrapped for the Bears in the first half. And yet we just couldn't get out of our own way. But what OB's talking about here is this is an, a Ram offense that it was, was, was. Putrid. Uh, One thing I want let me I want to reiterate this, folks. You're not going to believe what the who the Bears play our defense played against on Los Angeles team tonight. Okay, the Los Angeles Rams offensive line consisted of the third string center, a second string right guard that was a rookie, and a third string right tackle that had played all of three plays in his career, and he's a rookie. That's unbelievable, folks. There's only five of them on the line. Three of them, two of them were third stringers, and the other one was the second stringer, and they're rookies. And they get gold stars because our $141 million pass rusher never even touched the quarterback all night. But beyond that, you know, we get a fumble on the very first play of the game by the Rams. 
short field, we monkey around, and then our kicker pulls it. And then we get an interception, and then we drive down, and then we refuse to even attempt and go for it on fourth and nine and not uh, convert it. And then a third uh, series, we get the ball, and instead of punting, they rough the punter. We get a first down. They continue down. And we send the kicker in, and he pushes it right after being, you know, basically mind-jammed by the coach because he refused to try and attempt a 49-yard field goal on the second series. And then at the beginning of the second half, we seem to have made some pretty good adjustments. We held the Rams to 36 yards in the third quarter, and our offense had a 13-play drive right down the field and scored a touchdown. This is a game that we not only were back in, but now Big Mo was behind us, and we're rolling. And then we start trying to get cute again. And, you know, as far as Trubisky being benched in the fourth quarter, and I don't want to hear about the hip. All I know is there was a shot on the sidelines, and OB, you and I both think that the coach is basically telling him he's going to have to, you know, take him out of the game for Chase Daniel, hoping to catch lightning in a bottle. And it was too little, too late, and I think Trubisky was crying. Okay. I, I just think there's no crying in football, but I think he was crying on the sidelines. Uh, so from top to bottom, this is the pile of steaming, you know what, that the 2019 100-year season of the Bears has been reduced to. Okay. we. You know, I've told you last year, all this year, our offense is set up not to score touchdowns. Let me say it again. Not to score touchdowns. In the first half, what was it, Dan? I know it's what was it three times? We're down around the 29 yard line, the 30 yard line, whatever. Now, the last time I checked, there's four downs when you're on offense. You have four downs. Not one time. I mean, as in one time did he try to throw the ball into the end zone and score a touchdown. If that's Green Bay, if that's New England, if it's anybody, somebody's fired in the end zone to score a touchdown. We don't do it the first time. We don't do it the second time. We don't do it the third time. How are you supposed to win a football game? By praying and hoping that you got a kicker that can maybe kick three field goals and you win 9-7? to seven? I, This guy Nagy and this guy Pace, my God! Folks, it's right in front of you. We don't score touchdowns. We don't score points. The game was there. We got every break tonight. Every penalty call, roughing. I mean, it was unbelievable. And we put up, what was it, one stinking touchdown? That was it. One one, one touchdown again, folks. You know how many games I could say that about the last two years with this brilliant coach that we got from Kansas City? Nagy, I'm going to tell you what, pal, what you've done last year and what you're doing this year, if we didn't have this defense, I'll guarantee you, if it was any other owner, you would be fired. 17-7, Rams beat the Bears. The Bears are 4-6. and six. Again, Trubisky taken out of the game late with what they're calling a hip injury. Chase Daniel coming in, and uh, we just talked about how 
on the sideline, Trubisky and Nagy having a moment, and Nagy putting his arms around the quarterback. It looked like he was crying. Dan and I were looking. I said, he might have been. He might have been. I hope he wasn't crying. I mean, that's, there's no crying in football, folks. And, and, okay, but, you know, and, you know, we talked about this for the last month that for whatever reason, there, there is no rhyme or reason. To this offense and the and the game planning and the play calling exactly. And how many times do we see Tariq Cohen in the backfield and handing the ball off on almost like a delay where there was no hole and no gain, and yet we I must we must have seen it at least a dozen times tonight. And that you know there has to be there has to be see offense is about. You know, creating mismatches, and it's about creating opportunities. And what we're doing, it looks like the first day of training camp, just handing off, you know, a, a, a ball to a tiny little running back that doesn't have a chance. And that was you know, interesting. You know, and 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 you know, so so many of the other calls that Nagy made in this game, I'm just starting to think this guy. I don't know, is he all there? Uh, think about this. We had fourth and five, and we are, and the Rams are called for roughing the punter. And if we would have taken the penalty, it would have been fourth and maybe, you know, the length of a football. And why not even go for it? I think we were somewhere out around the, uh, you know, 38 or 40 yard line. And if a length of a football, come on, you're supposed to have, you know, David Montgomery's supposed to be, you know, uh, a, a guy that can get you a yard. No, we refuse the penalty and give them the ball. And time and time again tonight, I just, I was, I was perplexed. And, and again, after Panero missed the first kick, refusing to even go for it on fourth to make the, the kick on fourth and nine, it would have been a 49 yarder. That is definitely makeable. And yet then the next series, he gives him another opportunity and our, uh, our, our kicker is, uh, you know, uh, what would you call it? Uh, equal opportunity misser. He misses him left and right. I would say he's going to be a fire kicker. Obi, I know you want to get in here, but we got news coming up in two and a half minutes. We'll get all your thoughts rolling. We'll get the calls growing here. 312 981 7200. This game was a joke, my ba- friend. Bears this lo- was a damn joke. 720 WGN. It looks like the world's largest Starbucks is a huge. Sometimes the catch and run ability of Tariq Cohen can get you out of some jams like this. See if they go man again. Maybe not this time. Cohen spreads out a little. Goes into the pattern to the outside. That pass is caught. A touchdown is the initial signal for Tariq Cohen. Al Michaels couldn't believe it. A lot of others couldn't as well. That was the one touchdown tonight. Good pass by Mitchell Trubisky. It was. Hey, hey, folks, let me tell you something. If you go back and look at each one of the passes, there was a bunch of, you know, goofball throws, especially late in the sec- in the uh, third quarter and, and into the fourth quarter. But he threw the ball pretty well, especially on the first drive of the third quarter. That was a beauty, and that touchdown throw, I mean, it was perfect. And I told, I turned to OB and I said, they're going to throw it to uh, Corn, uh, Cohen on the wheel. And it was a perfect throw, great catch, and we score. And even though, as OB says, we don't throw it into the end zone, at least that was at the goal line. But at the end of the day, I mean, this offense is completely discombobulated. They have no idea what they're trying to do. And we brought this up. There was a third and I think two or four or something like that in the third, third quarter. Third and one. 
And, and, and they ran an option where the back was nine yards deep, I think. And the, the, the back was exactly ten yards deep, and they ran the option into the short side of the field. What the hell did you think was going to happen? But here's the other part, and Chris Collinsworth did a beautiful job of explaining. That quarterback's got to bring it right to the point yeah. of getting tackled to make that man commit before he pitches. Trubisky doesn't know what he's doing. He took three steps and then flipped it out there where everybody gang-tackled the back. He's. I'm telling you, this... I'm telling you, the, the, boy, you... <laughs> Folks, sometimes... This you, is nuts. Th- what's going on here, and, and, I'm, and I'm serious... And I'm going to say it one more time. If this was, you think that any other owner would let this go? I'm talking about last year. We won 12 games. We won 11 of them on defense. We got every bounce, every break, everything you could think of the ball. Game after game after game. And tonight, look at all the breaks we got tonight. Look at them. The calls, the penalties against the Rams. It's it go, And guess what? We score seven points. How many times? Week after week, last year, this year. Again, I mean, I don't mean to talk in circles here, but for God's sakes, I don't know where to go. How the hell can you score one touchdown? How is that possible? Against, what is it, a 5-4 and four team? Now six and four. Now they're six and four. And Sean McVay, this offense of theirs was... was Pathetic. Was, oh, it, it was oh. on vapors until they just... Kept kicking and made a couple of plays and put us away. And but defensively, let me just say something defensively. You know, I'm a big Akeem Hicks fan. He is the man on that team, and I'm telling you, make no mistake about it. The guy that we pay $141 million to, of which $90 million guaranteed if he gets hurt. Again, what, what did he do tonight? What is he doing? And by the way, at the end of the game, what is he doing? Now, he's supposedly... The El Supremo pass rusher from the outside. What the hell is he doing, Nagy, covering a wideout in the flat? Answer that question, you knucklehead! We're talking about Khalil Mack, if anybody's confused. I don't think they are, but just want to name it. Also, after that touchdown, talking about Sean McVay's strategy, the Bears get their touchdown. The Bears forced four punts after that. They had 14 plays on offense. Three three and outs. They got thirty yards. Rams were giving them the game, they, and he couldn't take for, advantage for, of it. And we refused to take advantage of the opportunities. Again, in the first half, three trips early into the scoring zone. It wasn't exactly the red zone, but you're down, you know, in around the thirty, and you have a chance to make something happen. And we wind up with zero points, zero. And Dan, he just—he's down there. It's the beginning of the game, and you got a chance to really set the tone and go in and try to score six points. We don't even attempt it. I, I, I don't. I, Jesus, Lord God Almighty, how dumb is dumb? I'm telling you, how the hell do you get down there and you don't even have a play? Not one play to get into the end zone to scry- try and score a touchdown. But no, we'll take Tariq Cohen, run him up the middle for a half-yard gain. Jesus. Well, there was one, you know, Obi, you've been talking about this for a long time, and, and Hamp too, but they rolled Trubisky out tonight. They put him on the move a little bit more. Well, they but, went hurry up early in the game. They went fine. hurry up. But what if you roll out? What's the rule against? If you roll out, you mean you can't throw the ball into the end zone? Right. right. But it, it's, it seemed like they were trying to do different things. 
results weren't much better, but it, but, it looked a little bit different. But is my see, point. again, here here is the essence of what we started with way back in September. These are the things that you work on in training camp and preseason games. And that way, when you get into situations like this, you know what you're doing. It was obvious that this team was completely unprepared to execute the offense that we needed to be able to morph and and adjust to. And somehow, some way, again, some of these calls Nagy made during the course of this game. Oh my! I'm God. telling you, it's 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 almost like you know, coaching 101. You know, he made so many bad decisions. But regardless, this was a game that was winnable. They were trying to give it to you, and we refused to take it. Absolutely, Danny. That is absolutely correct. And again, slash, everything went their way. The bounce of the ball, the, especially the calls. My God, it was unbelievable. And 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 you sit here, and you you only have sixteen games, and and you, you you got all week. You got your quality control people showing you what their tendencies are offensively and defensively. And and you mean to tell me this is what you come up with? One touchdown in sixty minutes of football against a team that you could beat. That you could be, and again, one more time, what the hell is Cleo Mack doing covering a wideout at the end of a game when we needed a sack and a fumble to get the ball? And what is he doing? He's in the flat covering a wideout for the Rams. Now you tell me that makes sense? 312-981-7200. I don't think anybody would tell you that made sense uh, at all. It was bizarre. Do we think, before we get to the calls... Just, just, Let's get we, to the callers. I'm just curious, just a real quick informal poll. Do we think that Matt Nagy went rogue and pulled the quarterback and he was fine? Because you saw him walking up and down the sidelines. He didn't. I never saw him go to the medical tent. And then all of a sudden the Bears coming out with the Twitter here saying that he's got a hip injury. That's that, just to cover so, Trubisky's so, feelings. So, it doesn't matter. So I, I mean, again, see, everything is it's so convoluted. I, I mean, it just seems a little bizarre. That yeah, hey, wait, if he had a hip injury, he'd be walking around with a limp. Please, yeah. I, I'll guarantee you that. And if there was, he'd be on the bench or somewhere, and there'd be a doctor's attention with him right there. I mean, always, The doctor would be right there by his side. Always, exactly. always saw was the baseball hat. He's walking around, he looks completely beside himself, so I, it just, it's hard to put that all together and add it up. Believe and think, it. Right. Let's get Quinn. We'll get to the calls right now. Quinn in Austin, Texas, you're up first. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead, tw- go ahead Quinn. How's it going, guys? First time, long time. I just agree with you guys. Maybe I'm third down in this game. It's absolute. It's lunacy, really. I don't know why that option play is even on the play sheet. It says BU on the back of this play call sheet. It's just a BS. That's exactly what it is. All right, Quinn, we get you. The next time you call, don't be on speakerphone. But, but here, here the, the option, by definition, there's an option. Either quarterback keeps or pitches. Now the guy's got a bad shoulder. Everybody on them is aware of that. You know the quarterback's not going to keep it. It was a ridiculous assumption to think that they were even going to, you know, act like the quarterback was a threat. That's it a was great, ridiculous. That's a great point. Of and course it and is. then who the hell is the coach that told the ace back that we're going to run this? And by the way, Trubisky will run it into the short side. And by the way, our ace backfield guy line up ten yards deep. It, Play never had a chance. And, never. And to your point that you've been making all season long, I don't know how many times they've worked on that play, but it certainly looked like that could have been the first time they ever tried it. There you go. Three one two nine eight one. Throwing stuff against the wall. Seven seventy two hundred. Johnny in Lincoln Park. What's up, Johnny? Hey, 
thank God for you guys, because you get mad for me. I'm in such terrible depression, but when you guys, if I hear you guys, you lift me out of it. Thank God I really mean it. Listen, I'm a good golfer, and there are some guys who choke every Sunday. Some guys don't. Thank God I don't. And I haven't paid for a Sunday in so long. I, I win because I don't choke. Imagine this. At the beginning of the game, I wanted to strangle Nagy in one hand. I wanted to strangle De Niro in the other hand. And I mean, this before what happened. Can you imagine how I felt after those two field goals? You know, every sport, to me, is a game of momentum. And when you lose two stupid field goals like that, when you got a great opportunity, as you guys said, tremendous opportunities. God was with them in the first quarter. And for to lose two more, I wanted to kill Nagy last year. Uh, I wanted uh, to kill Canero uh, last year. Hey, Johnny, keep him alive, uh, Johnny, Johnny. We appreciate it. Johnny, buddy. let me tell you something. You're, and, 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 you know, you're talking about we're just, we just, we don't play, we don't play to win a football game, okay? Now, you say, OB, how could you make that statement? It's right in front of you, folks. Take a look at it. We don't, again, I don't know where to go with this. That's how stupid these game plans are. To get down into an area where you could score, instead of throwing an 80-yard pass, you could throw a 30-yard pass. On a post pattern, a corner pattern, double post patterns, my God, crossing ends, fly patterns. There's so many things that you could have done. And we don't even try it one time, folks. Not one stinking, lousy, rotten time do we try it. And again, another game goes by, we lose, and what do we do? Score one touchdown. So, uh, two questions for you. Do you play? Do you make a quarterback change going the rest of the way here? I don't see why you, you can't. Would. No, you, you got to play Trubisky. Right, and, and win, lose, or draw. But you know, and and I'll just tell you this: if you're going to put Chase Daniels, Chase Daniel, in the game, you don't wait till you're down ten points and it's two minutes left in the game. Right. right. You know, you you got to do that early that, in the fourth that, quarter. That, Give him a chance. That was not fair to no. Chase it, it wasn't. It wasn't fair to anybody. It, yeah. no, nobody. But. Back to, back to Nagy. You know the hidden hand of the twelve and four season a year ago was Vic Fangio, and we could, we've seen it now. He's transformed Denver. They've they should have beat us. They should have beat the Vikings. I mean, the guy is a great coach, and he has a certain you know uh, essence that makes the players play hard. And and he is severely. Mis- I, I know we're missing a key mix, but Vic Fangio. And Ed Donatel, I'm telling you, those two guys, it's starting to really show that they were a big, big part of what happened last year. And one more on the kicker. You can go out and bring in kickers this week. You're not going to find a guy. Here's a young dude who you bet on. You're four and six. Do you let the guy try to work through it, or are you going to cut him tomorrow and say, goodbye, Eddie Pinero, we'll find somebody else? I, I, don't, I, I don't see how you can cut him tomorrow. We're, we're now on the backside of the schedule. Uh, we play at home against the Giants, a team. What are you going to do? My buddy? God, I, 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 that we should absolutely crush. We should, and and I think if you if you let him go this week and bring in another kicker, then you're just you're creating you're just making it worse. Get the kid in there, get him out there practicing every week, and it and and it is what it is. Sometimes things are what they are, and that's what it is. Right. And if they made the change now, it would create a lot of havoc 
which they really don't need now. We are, we are going to play a little bit of the head coach tonight, at least the snippets on what he says about the quarterback, because i got to hear it. So we'll get to that, and we'll get to you coming on back here. 312-981-7200. Hampton will be till midnight. Bears lose to the Rams 17-7. They're 4-6 on 720 WGN. I mean, as in one time did he try to throw the ball into the end zone and score a touchdown. If that's Green Bay, if that's New England, if it's anybody, somebody's fired in the end zone to score a touchdown. We don't do it the first time. We don't do it the second time. We don't do it the third time. How are you supposed to win a football game? Hambo B and Kaz with you till midnight on 720 WGN. Bears lose to the Rams 17-7. We're getting a ton of t- texts about the Bears looking for a quarterback, and a lot of people are naming Colin Kaepernick. None, it's not going to happen. They're going to ride it out with Mitchell Trubisky. You can you can bet on that. Uh, we are going to play Matt Nagy's comment about how uh, he was apparently dealing with a hip injury that was impacting how he was throwing the football late in the game. Yes, OB. I, I just want to real quickly here, and then turn over to Dan. I just the average game. Per pass play, folks. Let me say it again. The average gain per pass play. Chicago Bears, 3.9 yards. In other words, that 3.9, that's impossible. You can't, you, three point under four yards a pass you average in a game in the National Football League in four quarters? My God. Should not let you look at the stats. It's like that's three point nine yards. It's not good. And, and you know, folks, yeah, you, you look at Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think he's somewhere around eight point eight yards per attempt. You know, I mean, it, it, it's it's well, how many times it, they throw it, the ball behind the line of scrimmage? Well, and and that that's the whole thing. And 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 folks, I know we got the callers here, but let, let me just try to explain this. And OB, you're always you know railing about they won't throw the ball into the end zone. No, they won't. And the reason is, Matt Nagy has no confidence in the quarterback to be able to throw the ball accurately down on a compressed field. When you're on the twenty, going out, you know you got eighty yards of of, of, of game field to defend. There's big gaps, big chunks, big openings. But when you get down there close to the red zone, now you got 11 guys and everybody has a chance to make a play. Nagy refuses to allow his quarterback to try to throw it into the end then zone. What That's is what Nagy I'm... doing as a head coach in the National Football League? He's protecting his quarterback. He's and then protecting what is the quarterback him. doing in the National Football League. If in fact that's true, that's who the general manager drafted. So again, this, again, like I said, this whole thing is you, dysfunctional. You know what? This guy Pace, he uh, there, 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 there's been a paper written in in, in Chicago, I believe it's Chicago Tribune, and it was in, in again today. I think it was four or five full pages, and it's all about Trubisky in the draft against Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. What I mean, very extensive. They asked Pace, our general manager. They asked him to interview him about this article. He refused. Of course he did. And look, when you try to be the smartest guy in the room, you take big swings. Sometimes you're going to have huge misses. And this one is just an enormous, enormous miss. There's no way around it. Everybody knows it. He knows it. And how, how are they going to move forward? But wait forward? a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. Trubisky acts on the interception. 
We're going to talk about this ad, ad nauseum. The Anthony Miller pushed off and was so, you know, out of sorts by worrying about pushing the corner. By the time he turned around, he wasn't prepared to catch the ball and it caromed up over his head for the interception. It was a good pass. That yeah. was not Trubisky's fault. The point being is the kid on at, at times he struggles horribly. But tonight he actually threw the ball pretty darn well. But we never were able to to systematically put together a drive. And see, that's what a lot of defenses are doing when they go zone. They're going to say, hey, sooner or later, you're not going to go 13 plays. You're going to make a mistake. You're going to get a, a, a motion penalty. You're going to get a holding call. And you're not going to be able to, to make it sustained. And that's what we're doing. We're unprepared to sustain drives. And yeah, our quarterback is not great. But tonight, it wasn't his fault. What did you think of the offensive line? I, I, you know, I give him a C plus. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, it wasn't like the Rams and and Aaron Donald destroyed us. And he had a lot of, you know, but again, a lot of those passes were those little checkdowns and wheel routes and speed screens and all that nonsense at the line of scrimmage. It's and 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 how many passes did we see? You know, executed. For no gain. Sickening. Time for the Mueller Game Changing Moment, sponsored by the Mueller Auto Group with family owned dealerships in Highland Park, Gurney, and Hoffman States. Mueller Automotive, you will not be disappointed. Real quick, Mueller Game Changing Moment, Tampa. It was the interception. After that, they, uh, the Rams took it on a short field, went right down, and scored a touchdown in four plays. Kaz coming up here after the news. We'll also hear from Matt Nagy, his reasoning on Mitchell Trubisky. That's coming up here. Real quick, OB. Yeah, yes. just Mike Mueller. <laughs> yes, Mike, Mike Mueller. Mike, if you're listening. Buy the Chicago Bears, please. That's an option. Why not? I don't think they're for That's sale. That's the best call of the night, but, right there. But that, that could be that could be the Hampton OB with Kaz game changing moment. Muller to it, buy the Bears. There'll always be a Muller in the house. There you go. Seventeen seven Rams over the Bears. Bears are four and six on seven twenty WGN. Based off of uh, he just wasn't feeling right. His, his hip was was hurting him. We knew it a few series earlier. Um, that that something wasn't right. We 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 watched him kind of just to keep an eye on him and see how it was. And I had to pull him aside and talk to him and just ask him and say exactly that I needed. We needed him to be honest with us and and uh, you know trying to play through that is what he was doing. And at the same time, it was affecting a little bit of how he was able to throw. And I just don't like. I don't like. I don't want to put him at more risk. And and I also don't want to affect how how the play is for the team. You never saw him going to ten. No, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, he just had a he had an earlier deal where he landed on it, and it just uh, he was playing through it, you know. And then so I, uh, Coach Rags, our quarterback coach, he he uh, he mentioned to me that we, we got to keep an eye on him, and so that's that's what uh, that's what I started doing. And we kept an eye on him, and then I kept I had I think it was probably one or two series that uh, that he went through with it, and then I finally pulled him aside. I said, "Listen, here's the deal." Uh, we got to know, and you got to be honest with us as to where you're at. And and that's, it was hard for him to say that. It was really hard. But he he told me exactly how he felt, and then I made the decision to, you know, to to put Chase in there at that time. All right, there you go, Matt Nagy. After the football game, as the Bears lose to the Rams, seventeen seven. I call BS. Really? Let's get to the callers. That's interesting because I, I I thought that that sounded mostly legit, but. Maybe do you think you don't think you think guys? Let me tell you something. You never finish a game feeling worth a darn. I mean, especially in a game like this. That hey, it's an elimination game. The whole season is about tonight. We win. We're five and five. We're still alive. And guess what? You know, you couldn't have wild horses. 
couldn't drag Aaron Rodgers off the field. But our guy, he goes over and pouts. Uh, spare me. That that part I, I 100% with. Kaz, welcome to your show. Glenn Kozlowski joining us here on 720 WGN Hample being Kaz till midnight. What did you think of what you just heard from Matt Nagy and pulling Mitchell Trubisky? Well, I think... He made a lot of bad decisions tonight, talking about Coach Nagy. And it started from the, the, the beginning where he just doesn't have any faith in his quarterback. And he clearly uh, butchered his kicker as well, doing what he did, um, you know, uh, going for it on in the second series, fourth and nine, instead of having the guy kick it. Uh, but I, I, things that I'll say, um, you know, the difference between Aaron Rodgers or the other elite quarterbacks, and this is one of the plays that stood out to me. Uh, the Rams jumped off sides. Mitch Trubisky saw it, and he checked it down. Any big-time NFL quarterback knows that that's when you throw the long ball, and because if it's intercepted, it's intercepted. It doesn't matter. It, you, it's a free play. Not our guy. He checked it down. That sack that he took late in the game, or you know, and then they got the holding call. He had Robinson on a streak there if he'd have just thrown it, but he chose not to, and he took a sack. So it's hard. You know, Nagy's in way over his head. Um, Ryan Pace has been horrific as a general manager. And your quarterback, although at times he didn't play awful, I, I counted four times where he hit the back of the defenders on long balls, Ed. You know, I mean, yeah. anything over 20 yards – is the long pass and and he kept he, he was he was not good throwing the ball down the field that's one of the issues and on, on occasions he has these moments where it falls into place but he's inconsistent and that starts with the head coach and uh, the uh, quarterback coach or the fact that this kid just isn't ever really going to be what we hoped he was going to be. And it's starting to look more and more like that, unfortunately. He had one pass to, down the sidelines where they would have gotten an inf- interference call, and he threw it 20 yards, uh, twenty rows up in the stands. It, do you, he, remember, you know what I'm talking he about? Hit the back, he hit the back of uh, some of the defense. You know, 20, uh, the Ramsey kid that uh, came over from um, Jacksonville, he hit him. I could think of you know two occasions where he hit him in his back when he was in coverage. And really, I felt like Robinson had him beat deep if he would have let him and thrown it out further. But hey, that's when you have a quarterback that's inconsistent. You have a, a, a offensive coordinator slash head coach that clearly doesn't know what to do or how to do it right now because his offense doesn't fit you know this this style of quarterback. So. It uh, tonight was the night that you pretty much lost everybody. I think on that team, they, they might have. They very well might have. Our right, you want to take some calls with us? Let's go. Sure, let's do it. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. Mike in Rockford. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, it's good evening. I I don't understand how long this is going to go on. I mean, uh, Pace getting the GM of the year last year, Nagy coach of the year, so that buys him a couple of years. This is an absolute joke. So Ryan Pace thought Glennon was great. And then he goes and he drafts Trubisky. He, he signs Glenn, and we lose like nine million dollars there. So we know the guy's not capable capable of uh, of judging quarterback character and and, and quality. So it wasn't nine uh, million; it was eighteen and a half million. But keep yeah, on going, Mike. It was eighteen okay, and a half right. million. Yeah. Okay. So so even worse. So my point is this: we got to play Trubisky the rest of the year, which is fine. I'm all good with that. Uh, they fall on their face. 
Guys, what, what, it, look, you guys all played for the McCaskies. In the, in the, well, you didn't play for the McCaskies. You played for Mr. Hallis, okay? Um, it all starts at the top. I don't care what kind of business. You run a hot dog stand. You run a professional football team. You run a corporation. It's all ran by management, and, and you've got you got to start at the top. And it's, this is all a football operation. McCaskies, they, don't, they run a business, but they don't know how to run a football team. They're not like the Packers or the Steelers or the Patriots that put out good teams right. every year. These guys are a joke. Right. But my question is, how do we stop this? Are they going to continue to to keep these guys going? I mean, what, what do we? You don't have a number one pick. But what's your what's your uh, opinion on this? Got it, Mike. Thank you. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. How do you stop it? I mean, we were just sitting here during the break. Ob, you can't. There's, there's no answer. I, right. I, I, Ob, I, Ed, you, maybe you have some. That lightning has struck you or something, but I look at this and, you know, I wrote hopeless. That was the note that I wrote down. This is hopeless. There is no answer. You've got to get through the year. Right, and then when you're in the offseason, you're going to be looking at quarterbacks, I would assume, and you're not going to have any sexy options. You're going to be bringing in nope. James Winston. You're going to be bringing in Cam Newton. You're going to be bringing in Philip Rivers. Now, now, wait wait one second here with that, okay? Go ahead. Philip Rivers, all the quarterbacks you mentioned – they got to give the okay to come here. You think Philip Rivers is going to leave Los Angeles and the Chargers and come here under Pace and Nagy? It's a fair point. Maybe they, that they, would yeah. never happen. You wouldn't get a quality quarterback to come in here, uh, no matter what you promised them. Period. Yeah, that's that's the truth. And you know the Bears. Uh, George McCaskey has to make a. It, to me, it's a pretty simple decision. Uh, you, you've got to let go of your general manager and your head coach, and you start. Got to start again. Hey, Glenn. I mean, there's no other. There's no other option. Yeah, right? that's it. Glenn, I agree with you 100. percent And that's been done before. I that's know. been done before. And and people think, well, the McCaskies, you know, they're a little, you know, because of Virginia, nobody wants to do whatever, whatever. But I'll tell you something. you got the greatest fans in this, on the planet Earth, and you don't want to lose them. You don't keep wanting to shove in a bunch of junk down their throats. And I'm going to tell you what. You gave, this pace gave Glennon $18.5 million guaranteed. And guess what? They tell him he's going to be the starting quarterback when they did this in the year 2017. They have a big draft show out at Soldier Field. Dan Hampton was there. And they sent Mike Lennon out there because he was the new addition. They just about 40, 50 days before made that big deal with him. He's going to be our leader, our quarterback. They get him up on the stage. And what do they do? They give up an entire draft to move from third to second. And who do they draft? Trubisky, a quarterback, and Mike Lennon is sitting there. And Dan, I remember you told me that kid he ran off. He was right? looking he up, up for a hole to jump, and he was so embarrassed to put that kid in that position who you just brought in. He was going to be the leader. You're giving him $18.5 million, and look at what you're doing in the draft. Do you, just think about what I just said, folks. If, if you were the corporation of somebody, you would have been fired immediately. You'd have been gone. I thought almost even worse than all of that is that 
John Fox was not included in the conversation as they're going to get the quarterback. He, he wanted Deshaun Watson. And he wanted Deshaun Watson. He, they had a head coach that they knew that they were moving on from. So he, a whole year. They didn't even include him in any type well, so, of decision making. So just exactly. get, get rid of him if you're How not is that, How exactly. is that possible? Yeah. That shows you how dysfunctional right. this whole thing is. Now, uh, at the end of the day, just think about this. What okay? You get rid of Pace and Nagy. Okay, where are you going to go? What's your next coach? I'm just telling you, that's the problem. They didn't know what to do when they brought Pace in, and then Pace brought Nagy in. Nobody knows what they're doing. Don't you understand? Did how do you, you know it? It's 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 insanity because they don't know what they don't know. Isn't isn't my recollection here that uh, who's the guy that's the president and CEO of the Bears? George McKeskey. No, Ted Phillips. Ted Phillips. Didn't when they were going out looking for uh, a GM back a few years ago, didn't they use a headhunting company to find? They called Ernie and they got a headhunting company to find a general manager. You mean to tell me a team that's the footing and foundation of the National Football League, we don't have anybody in management ownership that knows another team that you could call and ask and get some help. you got to hire a headhunting outfit to find a general manager to run your draft and to run your team and and hire people. And that's If I was the owner, I would have fired him when they said, we need to get a headhunter. No, that's your job. You need to know what you need to do they don't know yeah left turn to it's time to grade the bears secondary how was the coverage today sponsored by ppg paints for the best coverage chicagoland painters pick ppg grades anybody it's pretty good and i'll tell you why you know you can say what you want about jared golf but they only attempted 16 passes tonight completed 11 of them 173 yards they held jared golf to a below a 70 quarterback rating 69.9 and you know what i gotta tell you the secondary maybe one of their best games because that's why you know jared golf looked so bad he had nobody open Hang in there, guys. Right. Quick timeout. 312-981-7200. That's Hang the phone in there, callers. I, we gotta get, we're going to get to you. Huh? Se- we'll get to you in the next break here. We'll do it with the next segment. 17-7. Bears lose to the Rams. They're 4-6. and six. Something in the second half from one of the hits I took. Got evaluated at halftime. Something in the hip region where I was just trying to keep it loose the second half and be able to make plays for my team. And um, I just kept getting tighter and tighter. Um, in the hip region, and I just couldn't move around like I wanted to, and and I was just throwing with a lot of arm, and I was trying to make plays and, and stay stay on the field and fight through, and just just disappointed I couldn't finish the game out. It, it was one of the last drives, the second half, so just just try to second quarter, so just try to try to keep it loose, and just kept getting tighter and tighter, and. Is really preventing me to 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 play my game, and just you know, it's frustrating. There it is, Mitchell Trubisky telling you that it started before the half, and I got got t- t- in the hip region. In the hip region, uh, that, that's uh, in the whether the you know the rivers and trees. Nice, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, guys, you know. I had 18 knee so, operations. So, doesn't make sense. I, I had 18 knee operations, cause I can tell you exactly where, when it happened. Each one. Okay? You, you can too. 
I'm yep. just telling you, for him to say, oh, one of the drives. Wait, no. This, that's, I'm sorry. This kid is not doing himself any favors with this line of BS. Kazi, what do you think of that quote? Well, I, listen, his best, the best series was the beginning of the third quarter when it was tightening up. So it just <laughs> doesn't, it doesn't jive. It doesn't fit. Um, but, you know, um, if, if you're injured like that, why are you going around hugging everybody after the game and uh, doing all that stuff? Yeah, you, yeah I mean, you, you turn and you go right into the locker room, don't you? I, I mean, I just, it, none of it. It's all nonsense. Yeah. I thought that was a great point. It, it happened. What said. It, yeah. happened, it happened where they have, you just had your best drive of the half. And, why, why, and you take him out of the game after he actually did some good things in that opening drive of the third quarter. Then you yeah. pull him? No, see the whole thing. It's it's it, it's it's insanity. All right, let's get to the yeah. Who who brought it today? Let's do that real quick. We'll get to the calls. Who brought it today? Sponsored by Blue Cross Blue Shield of Illinois. The card to bring through it all. Kazi, who do you got for who brought it? Oh, you know, I would say the return guy, and uh, especially on special teams too. Besides returning it, I mean, he was fearless in crushing the uh, the the punt return You're guy. You're talking about Rams, Cordell Patterson. So. Yeah. That's exactly yeah, I mean, who that I was, was saying. He, he was beating the double team all night, <laughs> all night, and crushing them. I mean, it was an awesome, you know, day for him, and he he he, he brought it. Yeah, but I, he had his helmet off and got a penalty that really put us behind. I say the kid that played well today was Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski? I think he's the one that played well. I would give it to him. He it's, made a lot of plays. I thought, you know who had played better that we haven't seen? Well, I thought Roquan had a better game, he's, at least relative to what he's been Nobody doing. Nobody blocks him. He's supposed to make tackles. Well, okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah I, I would agree to it. I mean, it's all, but I, you, we could pick him the last couple of weeks because the kid has come in. He's filled in at both inside backer Kwiatkowski positions. Kwiatkowski you're talking about? And, yeah. yeah. And he, he played he down today. the he field really on special teams. I mean, this kid could win it the last couple of weeks. He's, he, he, he brings it. I okay. mean, he does. One, one, one other thing. For whatever reason, we had the best halftime adjustments of the season. The defense went out and got three and outs all third quarter, and the offense actually came out put a drive together to get us back in the game. So the coaches actually did something positive. For a moment. All right, let's get Jim. Well, they ran that 6-1 for Craig out loud, and they said, hey, you got to throw it to beat us. And really, the Rams couldn't throw it to beat them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some good things happen, but it, hey, when you when you're off, look, we we figured it up. We played ten games. The offense has scored a grand total of sixteen touchdowns. Sixteen, seven touchdown passes by uh, Trubisky. Eight, eight. Uh, eight, six of them in two games against the weak sister Redskin and Detroit Lion defense. That means in the other six games, he's thrown two touchdown passes in six games. That's, I mean, what else do you need to figure out? Yeah, that's get not an NFL quarterback. All right, real quick, Jim on the south. They've been waiting forever. I want to get you in real fast. Go ahead. All right, bud. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. All right, I just want to say, oh, Hampton will be. It's a great, it's a great honor to talk to you guys on on the phone. I just want to say this: the the, the bottom line comes down to ownership. It's the same thing with the Cubs. The Cubs never won anything until they got rid of. The Tribune Company and and then the ownership that was nonsense. You got it, Jim. Great call. I mean, it's the same thing with. I mean, the Blackhawks made a change with Rocky, and all of a sudden you got three cups hanging. It, of course, it's from the top. I mean, we 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 underline that. I think everyone agrees. Okay, but you still you paid one hundred forty one million dollars for a pass rusher yeah. tonight, playing against an offensive line with two third teamers and a and a and one second teamer. We had zero sacks. 
very, very little pressure. I mean, that ain't the owner's fault. That ain't the owner's fault. Danny, to me, that's the story of the game. What the hell do you have Cleo Mack covering at the end of the game when he should have been rushing a passer? Hopefully you get a fumble or whatever. And what is he doing? He's covering a wide out in the flat and the third, at $141 million. In the third series of the game, he's on the sideline drinking water. He wasn't even out there on the third series. Cause you yeah, got 10 I, seconds. I'm glad, you guys, I'm glad you brought that up, Ed, because that was one of the biggest. I mean, when I saw him go to the flats, I'm going, why did we spend all this money on him yeah. to get to the quarterback? He's our number he's one pass rusher. Kazi, we'll talk to you next week, my man. You got it. Hopefully next week we'll get better. There we go. Glenn Kozlowski. Can't, can't get worse, I don't think, guys. That's true. See you, bye. See you, brother. Goff on a roll. It's chased, has time. Fires, and it is intercepted. Roquan Smith stayed in bounds, and Roquan Smith with the pick. Jared Goff wanted to give it to the Bears, at least early on. Balls on the ground and up tonight, too, for the Bears. Made some plays, but it did obviously did not go their way. 17-7, Rams beat the Bears. Let's go out to the Coliseum where Adam Hogue was an eyewitness to this debacle. And uh, we bring him in right now on 720 WGN. Adam, uh, let's get your update on the quarterback situation with the hip and Matt Nagy. And did you and not go into the tent and all of it? Are you buying what the Bears are saying? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I kind of feel like a juror trying to listen to the witnesses here and, and try to figure out who's lying and who's telling the truth and what's going on here because, um, look, let me tell you what, what they said. And, and it started with Matt Nagy telling us that he was aware of this hip injury a few series before he was right. pulled from the game. So that is either late third quarter, early fourth quarter. Mitch Trubisky gets up to the podium and says he definitely knows that it happened on the last drive of the second quarter, and he was evaluated at halftime. So the fact he's evaluated at halftime eliminates the possibility that he just kept it to himself and didn't tell anyone, which sometimes happens. Players that's imp- keep no, that's not. That's impossible. What's impossible? That he was evaluated and nobody knew about it and he kept it to himself? Right. Well, that's, that's, what, that's, that's, no, that's what I'm getting at. That's right. what, what I'm saying is by him admitting he was evaluated at halftime means that either Matt Nagy lied after the game to the media about when it happened or Mitch Trubisky's lying about when it happened and he's making up that he was evaluated. That I doubt. Or the other possibility is all that's true, and somehow an evaluation of your starting quarterback for an injury at halftime didn't make its way to the head coach until sometime in the fourth quarter, which somebody's got to get fired for that. I mean, I don't know how that's possible. So it's uh, this is a complete debacle and a PR nightmare here for the Bears to, to try to explain Dude, I don't know how they explain this. Someone, someone's lying or somebody didn't tell somebody the truth in the middle of the game, which is not how this is supposed to work. Nagy pulled in. They made up this stupid story to try to cover and save face. So who cares? I mean, it's all it's like they're, they're eighth graders running the team. Okay, let's talk about the actual football game. You know, and I, I was the first one tonight saying, hey, Trubisky was not 
the issue. He actually threw the ball pretty darn well a lot of the game, and especially in the first part of the third quarter. That one drive, 13 place, 80-yard drive. I mean, he threw some really, really good balls. But early in the game, when the Rams are trying to hand it to us on a platter, with all the nonsense with the kicker pulling it, and then we don't, then we ice the kicker and go for it on fourth and nine, and then we put him back in on the another try, and he pushes. What 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 was said about that nonsense? Well, um, you're talking specifically with the field goals. Yes. The, 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 okay, missed. Then it was fourth and nine, and it would have been a forty-nine yeah. yard attempt, and he didn't opt to go for it. He went for it on fourth and nine. Right, I agree with you here. Um, and Nagy, all he had to say about the kickers, guys, is that he hasn't lost faith in, faith in the kicker. But, yeah, you'd like to see it go in, uh, and they're not going to look at kickers this week at Hallis Hall, which, by the way, is not his decision. That's the general manager if he wants to bring in kickers or not. Um, but to your point, to your point, though, Hamp, I'm with you, because I didn't like how that all played out when it happened. Because here's the thing. The guy misses the first kick, so now he's clearly in a slump. So he's not feeling that great. Well, now you have the second opportunity come up, and he goes for it on fourth and nine. Well, that doesn't help the confidence of your kicker at all anyway. And you, it's fourth and nine, so you don't get it. It wrecks it. Now, your, your next chance, I believe, was fourth and six, a little bit less, and now you kick it after you just further damage the kicker's confidence on the, the, the one before that. Yeah, so you I'm just pulled his either, pants down. Yeah. Yeah, I, either you try the field goal on the second one, or if you don't because you don't trust the kicker, well, then you don't trust the kicker on the third one either, and you go for it again on fourth down there. So the, the, the going back and forth on it just shows you that, I mean, they're basically guessing on what they're doing out there right now, and it's just one of many things that just does not look good for this coaching staff. By the way, I don't know how – do they not coach these wide receivers? I, I, the, the drops are one thing. They're continually not lined up, and you had a scramble – where Mitch did a great job of extending the play, and every wide receiver on the field just stood there at the first down marker, didn't even move. Not a single one. It, a that was unbelievable. This is, this is football one-on-one. You you're either go deep or you come back to the quarterback. You don't stand in place, and all of the wide receivers on the field at the same time just stood there. See, I saw that, and I'm like, you all don't think he can make a play. So you flat out just gave up on them. You gave up on the team. You gave up on yourself. I guys, I'm, I'm telling you. See, these are the things that the problems that manifest themselves when you start coddling one certain player, which they have done to Trubisky. Now the rest of the team loses not only faith, but they resent the fact that he was coddled. They're not. And oh well, yeah. And when something like that happens. Instead of busting their butts and keeping, you know, involved and trying to fight to get open, they basically stand there and become spectators. They might as well buy a ticket. Sickening. Well, uh, that won't happen on this show because they and I have your back, <laughs> and I've got, uh, I've got Mark. I've, I've got everybody's back here. Thank you, Obi. You love me. I love you guys, and we work together every day, hours putting the show together. And you have my back, and I have your back, and WG and I have our back, and I have WGN's back, and we love them all because we all work together because everybody's got everybody's back. Will you get rid of this kid? And the coach and the general manager, and get the hell out of Chicago. 
You know, if, if I was to tell you before the game that we would hold Jared Goff to 173 yards and Todd Gurley wouldn't break 100 yards and we basically own time of possession and all these things, they were trying to give us the game. And yet right in front of our eyes, we emboldened the Rams enough to where they basically just said, hey, if you don't want this game, we're going to take over. And they did late in the fourth quarter. And I, 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 I got to tell you, you know, we, we've already made a point out of this. Have you noticed Khalil Mack, our $141 million pass rusher, never touched the quarterback. Nobody sacked anybody. I'm telling you, that, that so-called great defense that everybody was blowing and going and Ditka said, oh, could be the greatest. I mean, you know, that's what we're getting? That Todd Gurley, you know, is the only threat, and he wasn't even, you know, a, a modicum of a threat to beat us. Don't forget. Don't forget. Again, we score one touchdown. Yeah. Don't ever yeah. forget, the, to our listeners out there, that you do not play the game in the National Football League this way. And we struggle to score one touchdown. You think we don't have a problem with the head coach, offensive coordinator, position coaches on the offense? You think we don't have a problem? Now it's turning on the defense. That's it. We got a serious situation. And I'm going to tell you what. The back half of this season, except for the New York Giants, watch out, folks. Watch out. Was there any comments on Anthony Miller, Adam? You know, he's offensive pass interference, drops the football, interception, and then he and then he's and then he's talking, dude. What yeah. are you what are you, what are you doing? Well, he well, was instrumental in the in the Raider loss as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this guy's been continually frustrating. Uh, he's part of what I was talking about earlier with the wide receivers, where they're not lined up properly. Um, he gets one nice first down on a slant. And he does all his talking and spinning the ball. And then I believe it was his next target where he gets offensive pass interference, doesn't extend to get the pass, tips the ball up in the air, and it's intercepted. And then, by the way, he took his mouthpiece out and threw it at the Rams, into the Rams' sideline. And I believe talked to Jalen Ramsey all the way across the field. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Um, I think it's a focus, focus issue. And, I mean, have you guys ever seen... It's called undisciplined, of, Adam. It's called undisciplined. Yeah. Same way well, the receivers don't run continually when a quarterback breaks out of the pocket and scrambles. They have to run. They're not disciplined. There's no fear. Everybody's doing their own deal. They're all being you. Well, and that's why I, I agree with you, Hamp, what you said earlier. I mean, look, Mitch didn't have a great game tonight, but he wasn't the biggest problem. No, he and wasn't. He got zero. He got zero help throughout the game. Yep. Whether it was a bad offensive line again, which continues to be a a huge story this season. The offensive line is not good enough. The wide receivers are dropped. This team leaves the league and drops. It's spread to Allen Robinson now, who's dropping first downs. Taylor Gabriel more drops tonight. Anthony Miller's just his head's everywhere except seemingly focused on the football. And by the way, have you ever seen a team? 41 offensive plays in the first half. 41 offensive plays and zero points. I don't even know how that's possible. It's called two missed field goals and one for, going for it on fourth and nine. What I'd like to get the analytics department on that. What's the odds that you're going to make it on fourth and nine and throw in this quarterback in this offense and then boil that all together? What is it, 2%? 
if the well, what, 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 go ahead, Adam. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, how many? Uh, another way to look at this because you also fairly brought up that the Rams are trying to give away this game. The Rams didn't look good tonight. How many teams in the, in the NFL would they have beaten tonight besides the Bears? I mean, they probably would have beaten the Dolphins and the Redskins. Maybe the Jets, and that's it. Every other team in the league would have beaten the Rams tonight you with the way the Rams play. And see, that's, that, that is called reality. And for whatever reason, this general manager and this head coach still strutting around like they did something special last year. Oh, yeah, well, that, like they got that 12-4 and four stuck in their back pocket, and that gives them, you know, carte blanche. Let me just say this. Matt Nagy in the second quarter, the Rams – run into the kicker, it's fourth and five, instead of taking the penalty and going for it. We're four and five. We're on the, we're on the road. We're in desperate desperation mode. And yet it would have been fourth and less than a yard. Let's go for it. Instead, he refuses a penalty and lets them keep the ball at the 22. What is going on? And he went for it last week in a similar spot right, right there. Right. Exactly. And, it and it, then he was talking big. Oh, yeah. I thought, well, hey, we need, uh, you know, something to get us moving and blah, blah. Well, big shot, here's your chance. The Rams gave it to you on a platter, fourth and inches, and you don't even take it. I think if you gave him truth serum, he'd say, did you see what the Rams' defensive line was doing to our guys? I had no chance. I didn't have any comments. We'd get a half a yard. I mean that, yep. and that's fair. That's fair too. The offensive line was getting blown up throughout the game. Yeah. All right, Adam, we got to roll. Appreciate you. We'll read you at wgnradio.com. Great stuff as always. Good job, Adam. All right, thanks, guys. Adam, Adam Hall got at the Coliseum. We got to take a quick. Probably time. headed to the whiskey a go go. <laughs> Straight to the go go. It's a great plan on a on a late night in, on a Sunday in L.A. after the Bears lost to the Rams, 17-7. All right, we'll come back. We'll get as many calls as we can. We're going to hit you. Mike, Chris, Patrick, Dan, Mary, you're all going to get in, hopefully, by the end of the show. We're coming on back, 720 WGN. begin this drive with Goff handing the ball off. On first down to Todd Gurley. And the ball is out. The ball is out. There's no whistle. The ball is picked up by Clinton Dix. And he is taken down. I want to re-go over what Adam Hogue was just talking about. Trubisky says he got hurt before the half and that he was evaluated. Nagy says it happened about three drives, three possessions before they took him out in the second half. How's that even possible? You know the, the old maxim. You know, a lie is a lie, and it's just not everyone can stay on the same page. It's just that's right. what I called it BS at the at the outset. I've been around the game a long time. It's just hey, look, they're trying to save the kid's face. Okay, that's all there is to it. <clears throat> now, uh, but uh, do you want to do defensive player of the game? Yeah, let's do the defensive player of the game. You know, Eddie Jackson was a little better. You know, on the, the on the uh, second touchdown. Uh, both our safeties, our, our killer safeties, were unblocked in the hole, and they basically kind of dodged the running back, which is crazy. I give it to Quitkowski, OB. That, that, uh, you know, he plays hard. He just stole my thunder. Sorry, buddy. But you know what? <laughs> I'll tell you this. Leonard Floyd was the only player that touched the quarterback tonight. And on defensive statistics, OB, there's 18 players listed on the defensive stat list. Khalil Mack was not mentioned. He played the whole game, never 
made a tackle, sack, quarterback hit, nothing, zero, nothing. Well, how many games do you think that's been going on so far? Defensive Quite play- a few. Let's get to the callers. Defensive player of the game, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. He's been waiting for an hour and a half. Thank you for holding, Patrick. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. Um, I mean, Pace and Nagy are the modern-day equivalent of Laurel and Hardy. These two boobs couldn't get it right if you gave them a thousand chances. There you go. From from Mitchell Trubisky to Kevin White uh, to to Leonard Floyd, signing uh, uh, Burton and Glennon and all these other – it's just been bust after bust. And and at some point, you know, Ken Phillips has to take accountability, and we have to throw him in the mix to be uh, out of here as well. But this team cannot – Stay competitive. They cannot play the game, and, and, and it's, it's evident. The poor defense at some point is going to be exhausted. Khalil Mack had no tackles. We got you, Patrick, and appreciate you holding that long. Hey, and we, yeah, t- Pat. Let me just say this real quick. Pace, when he gets fired, and he will get fired. I don't know when, but he will. He will never be hired again as a general manager in the National Football League. And Nagy will never be a head coach. Or an offensive coordinator. Because it's the good old league. He might be a special teams coach or receivers coach or something like that. But that pace is one and done. And he takes Nagy right with him. And they couldn't get out of this town fast enough for me. Neither one of them know what they're doing, what they're talking about, what their goals are, how to win a football game in the National Football League. Why do I say that? It's right in front of you. By the way, quick, you know, everybody worrying about the defense. They only played 50 plays tonight. Come on! Yeah. Let, let me get one more in there. Mike and Elk Grove, real quick, go ahead. Ryan Pace is a moron. <laughs> he watched North Carolina win the basketball championship and then pick Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> what are you doing? This is a joke. Then he signs Matt Nagy to be the coach, and Matt Nagy in his second year thinks Mitch Trubisky is so good he doesn't need to practice in the preseason. Are you kidding me? We got you, Mike. Appreciate it. Real quick, Chris, go ahead. When I was growing up, you wanted to be Dan Hampton. You wanted to be Ed Obradovich when you played in the park with your friends. You wanted to do that. This team has no identity. They have no running back. They have nothing. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate it. Dan, real fast. Uh, I think the single worst play of the game, which summed up the season, and every week we seem to reach a new low, was <laughs> it was about halfway through the fourth quarter. It was third and one. They put Trubisky in the shotgun. Yep, we got it, and then they do the thing. We Hey, you for that one, you get Bartolini's, man. Hang on there, Dan, real fast. Mary, you're the last one. Real quick, go ahead. Yeah, the, the last um, t- touchdown for the Rams when they went in, Jackson goes for the ball for the strip instead of hitting the guy and tackling him before he goes over the goal line. Amen. Uh, I love that call for you, Mary. Yeah, I, I just said that. Both our safeties in the hole. You want them blowing up the running back. They basically do a splitsville and lets the lets the back fall in the end zone. They don't even hit him. That's that's been going on all Sad. year. All right, Bears lose seventeen seven. They got the Giants next week. We're on at three o'clock, gentlemen. It's been fun. Sort yeah. of, I guess, right? It's been real. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. That well, that's that's the unfortunate thing. It is real, and you know, there's no way you there's no way you can go around this. What's been going on here? Okay, Se- seventeen seven. Hope you enjoyed the show. Seven twenty WGN.